Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of my bookcast. Today we'll be doing a five minute review of Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Moss, followed by a five minute discussion about Throne of Glass. So to start off, our main character's name is Selena Sardafian and she was once known as Otterland's assassin as she is an assassin but was caught and taken to a slave labor camp called Endovia, where she spent about a year there, which is longer than anyone has ever survived that camp. During that time, she was actually released from Endovia under strict guidelines and rules, and basically she has to win her freedom. So Prince Dorian of Otterland has decided to free her in order to compete in the King's Games in order to in order to try and become the king's champion and if she becomes the king's champion she is given her freedom or really a new type of prison because then she's tied to the king but at least she's not in a slave labor camp during that time she meets kale westfall which is captain of the guard and prince dorian's best friend and he is the one who helps her train for these kings in order to become king's champion the rest of the people competing in the King's Games are other assassins, thieves, criminals, any sort of bad person that the court, the King's Court, could find in order to try and compete. So it is up to Selena to try and beat to beat all of them by they either die accidentally or they die in the games, or they quit uh, their own accords. Um, but she has to train and get strong again in order to do that. During her time in Otterland, in the glass, glass Castle, some strange things start to happen, and some of the competitors start to, some of the competitors start to die or go missing, and their bodies are found with strange messages and words of a language since long forgotten and not used. And Selena um, finds herself starting to be in the middle of an unfolding war, basically, between the past and the present. And she is able to connect with some past ancestors of the Havillard line, um, the King's line, and during that time, and during that time, she was able to learn more about the history of the place where she's at. She loves to read and spends a lot of her time reading, but seems to find herself in different circumstances all the time. But being that she is an assassin, she is sometimes confined to areas that she doesn't want to be in or she doesn't get to participate in everything that um, that the rest of the competitors get to participate in because, because she's basically the most dangerous person there, but they don't want the competitors to realize that, and so they keep her under lock and key. So basically the whole entire book follows Selena Sardavian and her competing in in this journey and in this competition and as well as some fun mysterious things that happen in the castle um, that only it seems Selena is able to figure out and to be able to help save the glass castle as well as try and become king's champion so that is going to be the end of this 
review. I know they're quick, short, down and dirty reviews of the book. But I'm also going to be telling you what I think in this next segment. So keep listening, okay? Because now it's time for my opinions. So now for the Throne of Glass discussion. Let me start off by saying that I love the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. But just like with A Court of Thorns and Roses, I did not like Throne of Glass. I did not like the book at all, but I always try and give a series two books. But in this one, you know, Selena Sardathian is supposed to be some kick-butt assassin who is just amazing and awesome, supposed to be a strong woman who can handle her own, and for a lot of the story, you never get to see her do assassin-like things. You don't get to see her really use her talents. And then you have a hard time trying to figure out who she's supposed to who the love interest is supposed to be is it supposed to be kale captain of the guard or is it supposed to be prince dorian and so you're, you're really unfocused on what's supposed to be happening there and then you've got all these other assassins and you really only get to know maybe two or three which is probably good enough actually um but they're just there there's like background that you feel like you're missing about them But I think what bothers me the most about the entire Throne of Glass series is how it's written. You never know who's talking, or you have to try and assume to know who's talking based off of context and character. Because basically, one paragraph will be Selena talk, will be Selena's thoughts and talking, and then the next paragraph will be Kale's thoughts with no clear separation, and that is really annoying to try and figure out you get used to reading it over time but you know the first you know for like the first half of the book you're like wait hold on who's talking I don't understand who's talking I would like to know who's talking and it just becomes really hard um, but and then on top of that you don't get to see the king of Otterland that much and you get some hints and whispers about what type of king he is and what's going on um, but you don't really get to see him that much in the first book. But, you know, there's also, Solana does get to have a friend in Nehemia, um, which is good because Nehemia brings some sort of balance, but she also brings more questions. She brings up a whole another country and kingdom of Ilway and more history and past that Selena doesn't know or understand and therefore we don't know or understand and there's a lot more questions than answers in this first book. I mean granted that does keep you reading on to the second book but I just there are just there are a lot of problems that I just did not like about this book but mainly it was Selena's character. I did not enjoy reading her character because she's supposed to be all big and tough, but sometimes she acts like a little girl, or, you know, she backs down, she she has character issues, not even just like being an assassin, I mean, of course, being an assassin is character issues, but I mean, for the things that are actually true to her heart, she can't seem to make up her mind of what matters to her, and that really bothered me. Um... As usual, it seems like with the first book for Sarah J. Moss, the end of the story was the best part. 
so definitely make it to the end if you don't like it so far at least at least give it to the end don't put it in the did not finish pile um, at least make it to the end because that at least makes you want to read the second book and the second book gets a little bit better but I'm not gonna lie the third book has been my favorite by far so if you have the patience to get that far get that far if you don't that's okay I only give this book like three out of five stars but I did keep going and I gave it more opportunities it was easy to do because I listened to most of it on audible so I could listen to it while doing other things so maybe try out that method but that is all for these five minute reviews and five minute discussions so I hope you like this please let me know if you want me to do more quick reviews or anything like that call in ask questions let me know what you think leave comments but until next time keep turning the pages